Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Folks, we're teetering on what could be an economic meltdown, threatening to wash away our savings and retirement. Inflation has surged to levels unseen in 40 years. Gold is the smartest and most responsible investment you can make for you and your family in times like these. A safe haven asset that protects your purchasing power and your wallet from inflation. When it comes to protecting your IRA or 401k, trust only the best. My friends at Allegiance Gold. Allegiance Gold has earned the highest trust ratings in the precious metals industry and builds relationships based on integrity, expertise, and impeccable service. Get up to $5,000 in free silver on a qualifying purchase when you visit protectwithlou.com today or give them a call at 844-6484-LOU. Don't wait. Take control of your retirement today. Call 844-6484. 84-L-O-U and speak with one of their experts. Time is of the essence. Protect your future with Allegiance Gold. Visit protectwithlou.com or call 844-648-4LOU. Hello, everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs. Welcome to The Great America Show. Thank you for being with us. Here we are, the primary season underway, the first in the nation primary Today, the New Hampshire primary, it's Donald Trump versus Tricky Nikki Haley. In a new poll released by Insider Advantage this week, DeSantis dropped out of the race and President Trump is top 60% in this primary. That's what you would call huge. It's not just in New Hampshire. You could go down the board of the primary states. President Trump is dominating. President Trump says the optimism for his return is in part because Joe Biden has been so bad for America. And I think that right now we have the highest level in, of enthusiasm that anybody's ever seen, ever. For and the reason, the reason is they are so bad. They are destroying our country. We have the worst president in the history of our country, and he's destroying. He is destroying our country. So the Trump train is rolling. Disappointing news, though. Actually, it's outrageous news out of the Supreme Court this week. In a 5-4 decision, the Supreme Court siding with the Biden regime, allowing Border Patrol agents to remove razor wire that last year was installed by the state government. And in a 5-4 decision, John Roberts and Amy Coney Barrett voted with the liberal justices. Justices Coney Barrett and Roberts are massive disappointments, of course. And I'm beginning to think both Barrett and Roberts are severely compromised. Whether they're being blackmailed or have been intimidated into submission to the Marxist left, something is going on in that court. It's worth noting that Roberts and Barrett each have two adopted foreign-born children. Roberts' children born in Ireland, Barrett's two were born in Haiti. Perhaps it's as simple as these two justices have a soft spot for the plight of foreign-born children. 
but the vast majority of illegals coming into this country illegally are military-age males. Not children, not women, but military-age men. And why is that? Well, there's no sense speculating, but we understand the potential. Maybe Texas should do what the Biden regime does, just ignore the Supreme Court ruling, like Biden did with the court's affirmative action ruling, and their ruling against Biden's student loan forgiveness program. He just simply ignored them, defied the court. Maybe Texas should do that. What do you think? And a new bombshell report out this week alleging that just days before the Republicans took back control of the House in 2022, over 100 encrypted files relating to the January 6th sham committee were mysteriously deleted. Deleted, mind you. A digital forensic team brought in by the House Administration Subcommittee on Oversight discovered that the data deletion occurred on January 1st of 2023. Congressman Barry Loudermilk, who's in charge of the panel, says there were multiple transcribed interviews that were not archived in the data that were related to former White House and DHS officials. Now, I wonder why Liz Cheney and the gang would have hidden things like that. Loudermilk has written to the White House Counsel's Office, the Department of Homeland Security, demanding the unedited and unredacted transcripts of the testimony, demanding that both the White House and Homeland Security comply with that demand by tomorrow. Our guest is author and Republican strategist Roger Stone. He's also the host of The Roger Stone Show on WABC Radio and host of The Stone Zone on Frank Speech. Roger, great to have you with us. This is a beautiful thing, watching the president facing the third-place finisher in the Iowa caucuses today in New Hampshire. Your thoughts? Well, first of all, uh, Governor Ron DeSantis, I think, uh, gave in to the inevitable. Uh, Despite squeezing out a distant second-place finish in Iowa, he had receded to less than 5% of the vote in New Hampshire. Uh, Looking back at it retrospectively, his candidacy never had a rationale. It was always, I'm staying by equipment. If Trump, uh, as I think he hoped, uh, is eliminated either for some legal reason or for some health reason or for some other reason, uh, maybe this will all drop into my lap. And that's not a good reason to run for president. Uh, Donald Trump is more vital than I've ever seen him. I mean, he's energized. He's always been a guy who liked a good fight. He's a brawler by nature. He's his best under pressure. Uh, he's lost some weight. He looks great. Uh, his schedule, you know, having to continue to loop back to New York for these various harassment court proceedings, a 26-year-old would be exhausted. Yeah. Uh, but he's standing up to it extraordinarily well. Uh, and uh, DeSantis, damn, uh, I was, uh, I thought he looked better in his withdrawal than he looked in months. He looked like a man who was relieved, to tell you the truth. Uh, his endorsement of Trump was somewhat grudging, but at least he did it. Uh, he's got a lot of repair work to do in, in Florida. Lou, I must tell you, he's, he's hurt his standing. His approval ratings, uh, job approval ratings now below 50%, which is extraordinary for a guy who only a year ago won a massive reelection victory. Uh, but I, I think his votes, to the extent that they existed uh, in New Hampshire, and he was down to 5%. Uh, the polling shows they kind of split down the middle. President Trump gets half of them. 
Nikki Haley gets half of them. That means half of his voters were convinced that he was an America first Republican. The other half saw through him and thought perhaps he had too much flirtation with the establishment rhino wing of the party. He ends up, I think, not really impacting the race, but now we finally have what we needed, uh, a race between uh, the real America first candidate, a non-interventionist, the peace candidate, in my opinion, yeah. the one who can bring an end to the two global conflicts we have in the Middle East uh, and uh, uh, between Russia and, uh, uh, and uh, Ukraine, uh, and the neocon candidate, the candidate of the Bush-Cheney wing of the party, whose foreign policy really, sadly, is indistinguishable from that of Joe Biden. Mm -hmm. So uh, we're, we're going to have a classic contest. The contrast could not be more different. And I think President Trump is headed towards a, a, a massive victory, uh, a 60-plus victory uh, in New Hampshire, uh, you know, uh, tomorrow. And to support that, uh, CNN saying that the uh, margin looks more like 10 percent uh, than 60 percent. So I, I'll go with your uh, your prediction. Well, uh, look, uh, polling is uh, uh, is always uh, dynamic. It changes. But the most recent uh, polling that I saw that I have confidence in shows him finishing around 67 percent of vote. That would put Nikki Haley uh, in the 30s. Uh, I don't want to set expectations too high. Uh, anything over 50% is victory. I think he's going to do better than that. Uh, and then presumably, assuming Nikki Haley stays in the race, we move to South Carolina. I think it was very, very effective for the Trump campaign to get uh, Governor Henry McMaster of South Carolina, also that state's lieutenant governor, a number of the members of his cabinet, number of uh, South Carolina state legislatures to come to New Hampshire a tax-sensitive state, uh, and tell people the story of uh, Nikki Haley uh, and her role in raising gas taxes uh, in South Carolina. I think it was extremely effective. Also very effective to have uh, Senator Tim Scott, who represents South Carolina, uh, endorse Donald Trump in a in a, a great uh, revivalist-type style. It was a was a great video. It was a great endorsement. So the people who know Nikki Haley best are supporting Donald Trump. I think that tells us a lot. Uh, no doubt about it. Uh, next up, as you say, South Carolina, President, uh, the president has a 30-point lead in the last polling I looked at. Uh, and the, the issue of the day seems to be, who will he choose as vice president? I, I mean, to think we're having this conversation before, uh, before February, February is a little early. January is ridiculous, uh, but there it is. Uh, your thoughts about who he should, should in your judgment, uh, choose as vice president? Well, Lou, uh, former President Richard Nixon once told me that in looking for a vice president, don't look for someone who can help you because there is no one who can help you. Look for someone who does not hurt you, mm -hmm. uh, which is interesting because the two choices he made in 1960 were roundly criticized. Henry Cabot Lodge, who I think gets a bum rap, actually. Great new book uh, called The Last Brahmin by Luke, uh, Luke Nichter. Uh, Lodge's efforts on behalf of that ticket were far more uh, vigorous than he than he was blamed for. But then, of course, uh, the, the choice of Spiro Agnew. Agnew at the time bridged 
what was a divide in the party between party moderates uh, and party conservatives. Agnew had been elected governor of Maryland as a moderate Republican, yet he was acceptable to Barry Goldwater and John Tower and Strom Thurmond and so on. So uh, in making the selection, uh, Trump has uh, uh, the unenviable task of, first of all, selecting someone who's qualified to be president. So in the event uh, of the of disaster, God forbid, that President Trump were incapacitated and couldn't do the job, that this person is fully capable and has the experience and judgment and temperament to do the job. Then, and only then, do you have to look at the political ramifications. Uh, and uh, I would hope that he would try to seek somebody uh, who doesn't just reinforce his support among the voters he already has. Someone who the base is satisfied, uh, his base finds trustworthy in terms of sticking to the America first uh, non-globalist agenda. Someone with the courage to stand up to the Marxist Dems, as a friend of mine likes to call them. Uh, and uh, at the same time, reaches out potentially to a constituency uh, where the president needs to add some votes. Now, that's a very, very tall order. Uh, there's a lot of good people being mentioned. Uh, let me stress from the beginning, anything I say here, these are just my opinions. Uh, yes, I talk for the, to the president, as you do, from time to time. But first of all, I would never disclose those conversations. And uh, he has not indicated to me any preference one way or another uh, in, in any regard. A report yesterday uh, by, I think it was uh, Sebastian Gorka, he seems like a nice guy saying uh, Lee Zeldin, the former congressman from New York, has already been selected. Uh, I don't believe that that's accurate. Uh, I also, uh, as much as I like Mr. Zeldin and think he made a valiant race for governor of New York, I'm not sure what constituency uh, he would bring you that you don't already have. Uh, ben Carson uh, is a solid choice. I like Ben Carson. He spoke at my church recently, gave a very very great inspirational church. He's solid. He's steady. He's loyal. Uh, he is an African-American. I think that's not insignificant. Uh, when I went to pick up my dry cleaning the other day, I was kind of surprised that the young woman, uh, the clerk who worked there, recognized my name. And she said, uh, Mr. Stone, can I ask you a question? I said, sure. And she said, we're going to get Trump back in there. And I said, well, uh, are you a Trump supporter? She said, well, I, I didn't vote last time. In fact, I've never, never voted before because I didn't think it made any difference. But and neither did, and I kind of learned that from my parents. They didn't vote either. But let me tell you, my whole family is now registered. And we're all going to be voting for Trump because of what's happening to this country. Now, I admit that's anecdotal, but I but the poll numbers reflect that Trump is making historic inroads among African-Americans, where even incremental improvement can change the dynamics of the entire federal election. And we're going to take that up uh, in the latest polling uh, on the demographics uh, in this race right now. We're talking with uh, Roger Stone. We're coming right back. Please stay with us. 
Lou Dobbs here. I'm delighted to let you all know that the program Lou Dobbs Tonight has returned to the air. That's right. Lou Dobbs Tonight is back. We're live each and every weeknight at 7 p.m. Eastern and 6 p.m. Central on rumble.com slash Lou Dobbs. That's rumble.com slash Lou Dobbs. I hope you'll be joining us for Lou Dobbs Tonight as our fight to save this country has only begun. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. We're back now with Roger Stone. And Roger, as you advise the president, as you have advised presidents for some time, decades, in fact, uh, the counsel that, that you suggested uh, that Richard Nixon uh, offered, uh, it makes perfect sense to me. First, find a candidate who uh, none of them can help you, but uh, I'm paraphrasing you, uh, but be sure you don't get one that hurts you. I see just a world of hurt uh, with each one of the candidates that I've heard mentioned prominently. Uh, I'm. I, what would you do? You have a favorite amongst the candidates? Well, it's a difficult question. Uh, first of all, people do need to recognize, and many people don't, even though I've said it uh, not only on this show, but on others. Uh, because of the rules of the Electoral College, while they do not specifically prohibit two people who are legal residents of the same state to be nominated by a party for president and vice president, mm -hmm. they do, in the event that they carried that state, are required to forfeit the electoral votes of that state. So in a close race, you could not afford to do that. That means you could not have Ron DeSantis, for example. Not right. that he would be a contender, but I use him, for example. Or Congressman Byron Donalds, who I like very much. Right. Uh, or General Michael Flynn, just for another example. So it cannot be uh, a Floridian. Uh, I have been very impressed uh, by the feistiness and the fight uh, of, uh, of Elise Stefanik the congresswoman from upstate New York, in a business in which most politicians avoid conflict and try to go along to get along. Uh, she's been in the forefront of the fight against anti-Semitism on the campuses. She played a, a huge role uh, in forcing the uh, president uh, of Harvard to resign. Uh, she's also uh, not been afraid to uh, file formal complaints uh, regarding what she reviews, uh, viewed as judicial misconduct in some of the Trump cases. Uh, there are very few members of Congress who have this kind of courage, this kind of fight. Uh, she's obviously a woman. Uh, uh, she may have some appeal to suburban women 
uh, I think that she'd be an excellent choice. Uh, I'm not saying that's that that is. Uh, I'm not saying that I've recommended that because I I've made no recommendation at this point. But I like her very much. Yeah. Uh, if the president chose her, I'd be very happy. Uh, Christy Nome, while she's very attractive and while she has a, a solid record, uh, South Dakota is a small state, and if you're not carrying South Dakota. Uh, you know, your kinesis in trouble. I Again, I think she appeals to the base. Uh, we we talked about Dr. Ben Carson. I admire him a lot. He's a good man. He's a great Christian. He's solid. He's been through a presidential campaign. I think that's significant. Uh, would not be, in my opinion, a bad choice uh, at all. Uh, your old colleague, my friend Tucker Carlson, uh, an intriguing idea. Uh, I get the impression that if the president asked him to do it, he'd probably do it. I don't think he seeks it or wants it. Uh, again, until Donald Trump, all of our presidents were either senators or governors or congressmen or generals. Uh, Donald Trump broke the mold being the first business person elected president. Yeah. Uh, the last time we nominated a businessman was in 1940. We nominated Wendell Wilkie. He ran the best race against Franklin Roosevelt of Roosevelt's four challenges, but he did not become president. Uh, I, I think that the, the that Sarah Huckabee Sanders uh, is an interesting choice, but she's only in her second year uh, of the governorship. A very bold uh, policy on her part, blocking the Red Chinese or any Chinese uh, entity fronting for the Communist Party from purchasing any real estate, uh, ranch land, farmland, toll plazas, highways, ports, uh, no port here, but uh, uh, airports and so on. That's a very bold position, something Ron DeSantis pledged to do, but did not really do uh, in Florida. Uh, I have uh, taken some flack for putting forward the name uh, of Tulsi Gabbard. Uh, she's someone who intrigues me because, of course, she's a former Democrat. Ronald Reagan was a Democrat. Donald Trump was a Democrat. I think you can evolve. Uh, she is certainly uh, a critic of the war machine. She really blasted Nikki Haley yesterday and, and pointed out that a vote for Nikki Haley would be like voting for Hillary Clinton. Uh, she would have to become a Republican. Uh, she's, uh, as you know, uh, not only an Iraq war veteran, I believe she's a Lieutenant Colonel in the US Army Reserve championship mm -hmm. surfer, former Democrat member of Congress, former uh, vice chairman of the Democratic Committee. I'm unaware of her position on social issues such as abortion. I haven't had a chance to look at it. Uh, she'd have to become a Republican. Uh, at least 30 of the 50 states require that a person nominated for federal office on the Republican ticket be registered in the vote. It's an outside the box choice. Uh, no doubt a bunch of people criticized me for it. But no matter who you recommend, you'll find some criticism. Look, only one man's going to make this choice, uh, and that's Donald Trump. If he has a short list, then it's in his mind. He did say on Fox that he's made this decision. Perhaps he has. But since he doesn't have to July, announce it until July, he has every right to change his mind at any time without telling us. Uh, I think he's got some good choices. Uh, I think he is wisely very focused uh, on dispatching Nikki Haley in South Carolina and getting this contest 
for the nomination over before he turns to this question. So uh, he has not given me or anyone I know any particular hints. Uh, there are probably other good people uh, that were, we've failed to mention here. Um, I, I think it's uh, he's got time. He doesn't have to make this decision today. This is a popular Washington parlor game, as you know. It's and it is, uh, I think, a fair sport uh, and an entertaining sport. I, I have to say, Elise Stefanik, because of her performance, uh, she was absolutely pivotal uh, to changing the Harvard Corporation uh, and the and and at least getting them moving toward resolving the anti-Semitic mess that they've made of the institution. Uh, I really respect what she did there. And she was, uh, I, I think, one of the most powerful forces, if not the most powerful force, aside from Bill uh, Ackman, uh, to get this done. So, uh, and Christopher Rufo as well. Uh, she's just remarkable. Uh, we're talking with the remarkable, uh, remarkable Roger Stone. And when we come back, uh, we're going to we're going to discuss just the major policy issues of the day and what happens in his judgment uh, in the course of the next uh, the next election season that has already, of course, begun. We'll be right back. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're back now with Roger Stone. And Roger, I want to, I want to turn, if we could, to the issues that uh, we are all struggling against, whether it be a foreign policy that is that is sheer madness, an administration that is nothing more than a pretense, a, a president who's nothing more than a puppet. Uh, we are watching a party that has descended into hell itself, uh, the Democrat Party. Uh, they are led by Marxist Dems and are not even short of being demonic uh, in the policies uh, that they are pursuing. Uh, how difficult do you think it will be for President Trump to beat Joe Biden in the midst of this chaos that has been created over three years uh, by what are to me nothing less than uh, uh, moronic uh, individuals that people the Biden regime? Well, based on history, of course, it's tough to be any uh, incumbent because they control the levers of power. Uh, and therefore, to a certain extent, they can control events, not all events, but some events. This administration has demonstrated that they will unleash a tsunami of lawfare using uh, all the levers of judicial power against Donald Trump, who I honestly don't think has done anything wrong. Uh, we see the case in Georgia falling apart uh, on two bases. First of all, 
the epic corruption of the prosecutor there now being exposed for all to see. Uh, and thanks, thanks to this federal case overseen by Judge Totenberg, uh, who's a Democratic presidential nominee, but obviously an honest judge, uh, really bringing into question legitimate questions about the outcome uh, and the system of voting in Georgia. And there are other litigations uh, that threaten to do the same thing. So that case appears to me uh, ultimately uh, in trouble, perhaps will ultimately even be dismissed. Uh, but these folks are prepared to do whatever it takes. I mean, uh, a declaration of war on Russia, is that outside the realm of possibility? Uh, uh, yet another pandemic, uh, is, is that a, a real possibility? The last pandemic, as you know, was used as justification to loosen all these state voting laws to allow for paper ballots and to uh, mail-in ballots being sent to every voter, whether that voter was alive or still living in the state or not. Uh, it, it allowed for the expansion of early voting. It, it seems to have allowed them to continue counting votes um, long past election day. So uh, I think that you have an entrenched uh, uh, uniparty that does not want to give up power. Uh, and I think that they are capable of virtually everything. I have been very forthright about the fact that I pray for the safety uh, of uh, Donald Trump. Uh, I wrote a book, The Man Who Killed Kennedy, The Case Against LBJ, about the, the terrific book, the tragic assassination of John F. Kennedy. Uh, I think it's based on all of the uh, declassified uh, uh, documents have been made public that uh, that there was government involvement uh, in his murder, uh, that the Warren Commission story of Lee Harvey Oswald acting alone has been pretty thoroughly debunked. Even the New York Times uh, in, in recent weeks uh, reported on the comments of Paul Landis, uh, an 88-year-old former uh, Secret Service agent, which really badly debunks the Warren Commission uh, conclusions. So I, I pray for President Trump's safety, the safety uh, of his family and everyone around him uh, every day. If we have a free, fair, honest, transparent election uh, and there's not a manipulation of world events or domestic events, uh, such as, uh, I don't know, a, a terrorist attack on American interests on American soil, which given how many illegals we have let into the country without knowing who they are or where they are seems to me to be a very real possibility. Um, all of these things have the potential to roil the country and affect uh, the results. So it's just too early to say, uh, but those who have power never want to power or relinquish power voluntarily. Uh, I've also, and I've said it here, I'm still not certain Joe Biden will be the nominee of the Democratic Party. Still think that's an open question. Uh, Bill O'Reilly, another old colleague of yours, mm -hmm. out with a column yesterday saying uh, that he thinks it's going to be Barack, uh, pardon me, or Michelle Obama. I can't imagine where he first heard that. So uh, I think anything's possible.
I think anything is possible, as uh, as you can say, and I, I and I'm I'm surprised at Bill with derivative uh, uh, exposition uh, coming up with <laughs> that particular name. Uh, I I would like to bring to everyone's attention that uh, Alex Soros, who has an account on uh, Twitter, uh, tweeted I uh, tweeted out a well xed out posted out a uh, a little note uh, with a with a bullet hole through uh, uh, what appears to be a windshield. Shield and forty-seven dollars in cash currency next to it—a not so subtle suggestion and a threatening one. And you don't have to be an expert or a doctorate and have a doctorate in some symbology to know what they were saying. That's a very disturbing, to me at least, development. Your thoughts? Well, look, in the, just the last week, uh, a website called Mediaite released a, a, an audio tape in which they alleged that I advocated uh, the murder of two Democratic members of Congress. I have sent this out for professional uh, evaluation to two experts, and I've used two of the leading software. These, I never said these words. This is the danger of AI. AI uh, is now seamless. They can, with a snippet of seven seconds of your voice, Lou, they could have you endorsing Joe Biden. Uh, it, it, it's an absurdity, uh, and uh, but it demonstrates the extent to which people will go. In the case of Mr. Soros, uh, he posted it on his own uh, site. I, I'm now conferring with lawyers as to whether I can win a defamation case. I'm a public figure. The the the, bar the barrier is very high, but I never threatened anyone. This is nonsense. Uh, I have posted uh, the refutation of this. Of course, MSNBC and CNN, they don't, uh, they, they report it as fact. They never, they never contact you for comment. They never examine the forensic evidence that shows that it's a fraud. Well, and uh, and this is a dangerous time. We all have to be keenly aware of that. Uh, when uh, when Alex Soros and the Atlantic are put it, peddling this sort of nonsense, very straightforwardly, uh, there's uh, not much nuance in what they're doing. Uh, in your case, you simply were uh, you're the victim of a fraud perpetrated uh, by the uh, the deep dark forces of the. Uh, of the Marxist Dems. Uh, Roger, great to have you with us. We thank you so much, as always. I uh, appreciate your time, uh, your great insight, uh, and and good humor. Thank you, sir. Well, Lou, several people on Twitter this morning were saying Lou Dobbs for vice president. But uh, when we were off air, you issued a Sherman-esque statement that you're not interested. <laughs> not the worst idea I've ever heard, though. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. Uh, you know, it's open to. I'm open to it. No, I'm not going to say. I was going to have a little fun with it, but that I don't want to give anybody any ideas. Uh, the truth is that I have a just a, a the lousiest nature possible to be a politician, guaranteed. And Roger Stone, you have the great, uh, the greatest uh, of talents for pol uh, for politics and uh, and social uh, comprehension and criticism. We appreciate you being here. Thank you for having me. God bless you, and have a great day. Thanks, Roger, and thank you everybody for being here today. Join us tomorrow for the Great America podcast. Our guest will be House Judiciary Chairman Jim Jordan. And please join us each weekday evening for Lou Dobbs tonight each and every weeknight on rumble.com slash Lou Dobbs. Follow me on Twitter as well, 
and Truth Social at Lou Dobbs and on Facebook and Instagram at Lou Dobbs Tonight. Thank you, God bless you, and may God bless America. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.